0: Thank you, Sean. I think if you want to uh, pursue your future partner, you have to be professionally doing it, right? So it's very important to join the event. And I think, uh, Sean, thank you so much for for your passion and for your uh, dedication. I believe we started uh, last year, and Premias and ISAL uh, wants to collaborate uh, this year. All right, so I think it's gonna be a fruitful event, and please uh, register, ask uh, a question to Sean, to everybody who involved, okay? So, all right, so, also I want to add uh, something from a uh, metric announcement for the iGrow. Uh, I guess we are going to start the iGrow uh, class uh, next week, I believe, uh, and the way that you want to register is you go to your, uh, our website, IGF website, uh, the IGFSeattle.org. And there is a resources, and there is a I grow uh, a tab that you can click, and you can submit your registration form, and then we are going to respond it to you. Okay, I do really want to encourage everybody to take the class. It's a five weeks class. Okay, and then um, it's very basic, and everybody will be will, will be having fun, right? So we can get to know each other as well. Okay, and then uh, next week is a very important week. Okay, it's very important week for our local church because our uh, lead pastor, Pastor Irwan, is going to share his heart or the vision that God has put in his heart for our local church. So it's going to be a Vision Sunday okay, uh, next week, so I hope that everybody can come, can join, especially if you are involved in, in the ministry. Uh, I think it's very important so that we can... We can go corporately and and, and work together uh, as a church uh, as the family of god in this place right so as we enter the year of 2023 the IGF global uh, has set a or has a vision or theme uh, that which is called a life in characters right so that's a global theme so that's why next week uh, i do want to reiterate that it's very important for us as a local what we will do right in, in 2023 what we can um, uh, improve or we, what we can uh, serve uh, together serve the Lord together in this place okay so the theme is uh, life in uh, characters okay and what, what is life so I try to uh, do some of my research uh, life implies being being life okay life uh, implies being awakened awareness being sensitive okay what's the characters characters is the, the moral quality of us as an individual right and it's very distinct everybody has a different character even if you had uh, say that oh that person is very gentle and the other person also gentle they have a two different gentleness right in that person so very unique to uh, all of us here so life in character is one of the true marks of christian life our christian life the moment we become uh, christ followers we are called to have a life transformation okay so if you open your bible if you read all the christian that's the jargon It's a life transformation christian life is all about life transformation but talking about life transformation is not only just Oh, I converted from non-believer to be a believer. Oh, I changed my religion from one to another. But life transformation is also talking about transforming our characters to the image of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen says that if anyone, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new has come. Or he or she is a new creation the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here so again there's a transformation right from old to the new from old to the new now when we have a conversion and the conversion started with the repentance last week Pastor yuan explained about the repentance and i was so grateful that we started this year 2023 with that theme of repentance because that's the key okay when we are talking about life transformation it has to begin with a repentance repent from our old life to the new life okay and as a, a Christ follower we are called to be different from the world because we are set apart from the world okay Peter said that we are holy nation what does it mean holy meaning set apart okay and then if you if you look at this x4 uh, 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 13 oh no, no. Uh, can you can you go to the next uh, slide please okay okay life in the center stage. yes so basically um, there is a there is a, a story in Acts when paul was called uh, to serve god the holy spirit say that hey can you set apart paul and barnabas okay set apart from everybody else and then all the apostles pray and lay hand over them and then they are sent so set apart meaning that we are holy we are sanctified okay and then that's what our call as a Christ follower we are called to be set apart we are called to be different from the world but we still live in the world can you see the tension there we are different we are called to be different we are set apart by God but we still live in this world so because there's a tension whether you like it or not our Christian life is always in the spotlight of the world people like to see us in a good way or in a bad way when you proclaim yourself as a christian or christ follower people will say oh okay let's see what this christian does every day oh i thought you're christian but you're why you 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 talk like that way oh i thought you're a christian why you behave like this one okay so people people pay attention a lot to to us as a Christ follower because because again we are we are we are set apart right we are set apart and then the thing is first Corinthians 6 Paul said that the Lord's people will judge the world so not only that God will judge the world not only Jesus will judge the world but we as a church we will be Jesus to judge the world because of that notion a lot of Christian like to judge other, right when you like to judge other then people will say okay looks who's talking right then people put the attention on you just like your life is in the center stage like like me here right now standing in the center stage. i'm become unnoticeable i become easily noticeable by by you from all the direction People are watching you. So that's why it's very important when we are talking about our Christian life, we need to not only uh, uh, know, but also understand the godly characters, the godly characters that Christ's follower needs to pursue. Okay, Let's open our Bible and let's turn to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5. And before we read the verses, let's bow down our head and let's pray heavenly father we thank you so much for today as we are going to read your word lord jesus i ask for help lord jesus for every one of us in this place holy spirit teach us humble our heart soften our heart as you speak to our heart you speak personally lord jesus you ministers to every single of us in this place lord we know We are not capable, Father, to understand everything, to comprehend the depth of your knowledge, the depth of your words, but we just want to rely and depend on you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So let's uh, read uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. Let me read it for you, okay? In the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your fathers in heaven so again as i mentioned it's not easy to be a dedicated christian because there was a tension in the world and then if you read matthew chapter 5 it is called the sermon on the mountain Right, the sermon on the mount, the Beatitudes. Jesus started with all these characters. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemaker. Blessed are those who are persecuted. So blessed are, blessed are, blessed are, blessed are, poor in spirit. The world is always seeking about what? Self-centered. Okay. Blessed are those who mourn. The world is encouraging us to seek more joy and joy and joy, worldly joy. Blessed are the meek. The, the world is all about pride. Blessed are the merciful. I don't think the world is teaching us about merciful. The world is teaching us about fairness. If somebody persecute you, then it's a fairness. It's a fair for you to persecute it back, right? It's about fairness. So, there's a tension. Jesus explain, explained this true righteousness, okay? And then Matthew 5.20, Jesus said this, it is very, it is very, very interesting okay because jesus said this one Uh, i lost my note okay matthew 5 uh, 20 says this one for i tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the pharisees and the teacher of the law you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven so let me read it for you for i tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven so this sermon on the Mount is one of the most misinterpreted verses in the Bible by a lot of people some people believe that in order for us to go to enter to heaven we need to do all of this okay we have to earn it some people say "Oh, you know what this is not applicable for today this is applicable for the persecution persecution day eschatology we're talking about the, the million and the tribulation and stuff right so not today for, for the future but Jesus mentioned that this is the true righteousness that Jesus wants to describe here okay blessed are the poor in spirit Talking about, yes, we are poor in spirit because what? Because we cannot save ourselves. Okay? Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. We have to humble ourselves, right? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So, it's talking about the true characters of Christian life so changes in character point number one changes in character is based on life purpose what is uh, our life purpose Verse 16 that I just read in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven that's the purpose of our Christian life to glorify our father in heaven Yes, people can see our good deeds, but they cannot glorify us. It has to glorify our Father in heaven. So that's the life purpose. Yes, you can be a successful Christian professional. You can be successful Christian entrepreneur. You can be successful Christian students. You can be successful in anything that you do, but God wants you to use that privilege to glorify him in heaven okay so not for self-glorification but for God's glorification so that's the most ultimate goal of our Christian life okay and changes is not easy correct changes in character is not easy because people don't like change people like to be in the comfort zone okay why do I need to change if everything works fine okay and when we are talking about changing in character that's that's difficult right and and person only change when they understand the clear reason why that change is needed if we do not understand the why then we won't be motivated until change actually happen so again point number one why should we have character transformation to glorify our father in heaven that's the reason and that should motivate you because that's what our call that god has given us okay point number two changes in character is always in line with the changes in self-identity. So we need to know our true identity. And just like Jesus mentioned in Matthew 5, you are the meek, you are the merciful, you are the one who pure in heart, you are the peacemaker after he laid down all those characters then verse 13 you are the soul of the earth you are the light of the world it's not five versa like oh, oh you have to be the soul of the, the earth you have to be the light of the world so you have to do this one two three four five six seven jesus laid down everything first then he called and he gave his mission to us as a Christian in this world. What is a salt? People, people, people try to interpret that, uh, that verses like, oh, salt is because salt is giving a flavors to food, right? So our Christian life should give a flavors to the world, okay? Some people say that, oh, a salt is more for a preservation, okay? So that you need to, basically, able to uh, 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 as a Christian you need to be preserved meaning that you cannot be uh, contaminated right by the world and the culture so I think that the the closest interpretation is and again there's many interpretations, but I believe Jesus referred to the Dead Sea okay when he was talking with his disciples probably he was referring to the Dead Sea where there are a lot of salt but not pure salt Sure, salt is, well, the sodium chloride, right? Sodium chloride. But then in that sea, the salt has been contaminated with all other minerals. When the rain falls, the salt has been washed, and then it will lose its saltiness. That's why Jesus mentioned that, hey, my disciples, you are the salt of the earth. You cannot lose your saltiness make sure that you do not be contaminated with or by the culture around you then you are the light of the world when we are talking about the light of the world we are talking about salvation okay we are talking about uh, uh, salvation because jesus mentioned that um i think in isaiah that the promise to the israel nation is become the light of the world so that my salvation can go to the end of the earth so when we are being a christian we we cannot be an an egoist christian that oh we are trying to hinder somebody to receive salvation from jesus christ you have to be the light of the world meaning that you need to extend the message of salvation the message of the gospel to others okay so point number two changes in character are in line with changes in self-identity now Last week, Pastor one mentioned the name of Apostle Paul because that was a good example of the self-transformation or not life transformation from Saul to Paul. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to pick that teaching again from Paul. Okay, what Paul teaches us about our true identity. So Paul mentioned something and I can summarize it to two, okay? That we are the children of God. If you open Romans 8, 14 to 17, and we are slaves to righteousness in the same book, Romans 6, 15 to 23. It's very interesting because Paul never said that we are friends of God. Okay. Yeah. He always called him himself as the slave of jesus christ even john and james sometimes they they started his letter with the slave of jesus christ okay so what what the children of god the children of god is basically uh saying that in romans 8 14 to 17 because those who are led by the spirit of god are sons of god so we are children of god all christian in this place we are children of god you have to know that identity you want to change your character you need to know this identity first and we are slaves to righteousness i have to be careful when i say slave okay it doesn't mean that bible support slavery because in that culture slave actually is a good it's a good one because only king or the lord who have slave and then when we are talking about the lord throughout the worship session we talk about the lord our god the lord our god the lord our god and our lord is a good lord amen so slave is because why because at the time when somebody to be a slave for somebody that person the owner has to by that person just like us when we are bought with a price we were bought by the blood of jesus christ meaning that we are slaves to righteousness that our own life is not ours anymore our life does not belong to ourselves our life belongs to him he is the owner of our life okay in that sense okay in that sense so now when we are talking about slave then okay the modern day slavery probably we don't have a slavery anymore right now that's bad okay Bible sorry, Bible never condones about slavery Bible against the abuse of slavery if you are not a good Lord you're not supposed to have a slave actually in the bible now this is i'm trying to wrestle this one guys i'm trying to wrestle and i want to invite you to wrestle about this one so okay so our status is the children of god but also a slave to righteousness slave to righteousness means what when we are freed we bought we were bought by the blood of jesus christ we were freed from the market of sin can you imagine so so we are bought from the market of sin and we become the slave of righteousness, we belong to Jesus Christ. I remember, I think the first month I came to IFJF Seattle, I think Brother Jimmy preached about uh, free will or freedom. And he mentioned something that I always remember until now because he he put it very, I think, effectively. And then I think it's true because he mentioned something like this. People think that free will meaning that we can do everything, right? We can do whatever that we want to do. But he mentioned something. It doesn't make sense if God gives us a free will and then God wants us to use that free will to sin. Because God God cannot have a fellowship with sin, right? It doesn't make sense that God gives you, oh yeah, I'll give you a free will so that you can sin. No, I don't think so. But he mentioned something like, God gives you a free will so that we can... Do freely whatever that pleases God. So when you are doing something that pleasing God, you are not being compulsion, you are not being forced, but you are doing it willingly, freely, and gladly. And I say, oh yeah, that makes sense. So as we are freed from the market of slave of sin, We are free. And because of the Holy Spirit, we can worship God. We can serve God freely. That's our true identity. Now, I'm trying to add something here. And this is from our Lord Jesus Christ. In John 15, John chapter 15, verse 12 to 15. My comment of this is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no other than this. To lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants. Actually, the original language is doulos, which is slave. I no longer call you slave because a servant or slave does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you another true identity that we are friends of god why because abraham was called he is friend of god and we are the descendant of abraham so basically yes we are friend of god and then jesus mentioned that i no longer call you servant but i call you friend but look at verse 14 it's very interesting you are my you are my friends if you do what i command can you imagine if i come to you and hey guys you are my friend if you do all my commandments. What do you think? Do you want to accept my friendship? Hmm? But Jesus that never said that you will become my friend if you do what I command. This is not a conditional. Verse 13 he said that greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Anyone wants to lay down your life for your friend? Only one person that has done it. His name is Jesus Christ. So on the first 13, he already saying that, Hey, why I call you friend? Because I have done my life for you. So he declared, you are my friends. and 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 very fascinating because some people say is he our friend or I am his friend and here that Jesus said that you are my friend it's a one way if I say that Jesus is my friend it's up to me whether I want to make him as a friend or not right but Jesus make very clear make himself make us to be his friend Point number three. Point number one, changes in character. It's always based on our life purpose to glorify God in heaven. Point number two, changes in character is always related to the changes in our self-identity. We have to know our true identity. Okay? The old has gone, the new has come. Point number three, character is built through process. It's not instantly. It's not one night even Paul implies that he had to spend three years with Jesus Christ before he began his ministry okay so it's not just one night thing yes our conversion could be just one time event but it doesn't stop there it continues the character is built through process okay on and on on and on in the morning the the corporate prayer uh brother nick mentioned about one of the topic that is very uh provocating It says that willingness to be tested we pray for willingness to be tested that's a that's a very very bad (laughs) very bad topic to pray but that's that's true actually that's what we should do. If we believe that our God is the owner of our life, I don't think we have a problem to pray like that, because we will rely on Him. And Pastor Irwin mentioned that, you know what? Hebrew 12 said that He is the order of our faith, and also He is the perfecter of our faith. Meaning that He started it, and He's not going to lead us by, himself, by ourselves. He will perfect our faith and he will be with us okay so during this true process right um, as we work with god as we work with jesus christ we need to rely on him even more a good example another apostle which is Apostle peter is a very good example for this uh, true changes in character okay matthew 16 17 to 18 Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter. Okay, Jesus changed his name. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. If you read several verses, Peter fell. To sin. Peter made a mistake, but then he repented, he get up, and then at the end of his life, he becomes a martyr. It takes more than one night, it takes more than one week, it takes more than one month, it takes more than one year, it takes more than one decade, and continue and go. And I want to close with the Romans 12, 1-2. Therefore, I urge you, brother and sister, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. I want to highlight the word in view of God's mercy it refers to the Romans chapter 1 to 11 that our salvation is not our own remember about the two Romans that I mentioned that we are children of God because the spirit of God lives in us okay we are slaves to righteousness because we were bought by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross so our life now belongs to Jesus Christ okay number two do not come from to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His god pleasing and perfect will. Last week, I mentioned the word repentance is about renewing our own mind. Why we have to renew our mind? Because remember, when we were in the market of sin, the slave of sin, our mind is always, is always, conforming to the world okay that's why we need to that's why we need to renew our mind and we need the Holy Spirit okay to work not only from the outside in but also from the inside out what well, outside in means what when when we're receiving the word of God the preaching of the gospel we see that oh God love us. Oh, Jesus died on the cross for our sin. He redeemed us. He purchased us. He uh, uh, became the sacrifice of of holy sacrifice for us. Okay? And then we accept that. Okay? We become the sons and the daughters of God. Then the work of the Holy Spirit will work in us from inside out. To change our characters, to be like Jesus Christ, and we are all—it's a working progress, right, guys? Okay, God has not done in me or in you. I wish I could uh, tell a story about about my my past life, okay, my my old life. I mean, it's not—it's not that too. Um, you know, like a Controversial like Pastor Irwan <laughs> I'm, 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 I was much better right? I was much better Than Pastor Irwan Right, right? And I was coming from yeah, Decent family Christian family Kind of thing I've been to uh, a Church from Even Even Since I was born Right <laughs> And then Never miss Sunday Okay But then the problem, I mean, probably people people see that oh, you are a good kid, okay. But what is the inside? I become a prideful Christian because I thought that I'm I was better than anybody. So guys, regardless of your background, okay, you can you can you can relate to Pastor Irwan's story, you can relate uh, story of me, but the life transformation is has to be happening in our christian life okay if you claim yourself as a good christian or good person okay you put it before the lord okay humble yourself before the lord because god is not finished okay god is going continue to work in you okay Last slide, and I know this is probably it's not a, a f- from a, a Bible or from a Christian a, a theologian or something, but I think this is what the world believe. Also, what's your thought? They become your words. What's your words? They become your action. What's your action? They become your habits. What's your habits? They become your character. What's your character? It becomes your destiny. Okay. I think most of the people in in the world live on this one but if we put God in view of God's mercy we watch our thought and it will become our words and as we become our action we rely on God's mercy become our habits has become our characters And remember, the goal is to glorify our God in heaven. And our character will become our destiny because we know that our destiny does not belong to us, but belongs to God. This is what we call striving for righteousness from the resting position. Pastor Ivan's mentioned so many times. When Pastor Ivan said that, let's go to the war from the resting position. You might say this pastor is kind of uh, how, how do you go to work but from resting position i thought resting position is just you know sitting down on the sofa laying down on the bed resting but we need to go to work why resting in the grace of god does not mean that we don't do not do anything that we do not pursue the righteousness Resting in the grace of God We believe that we are put in the spirit That by doing this We are not earning our salvation By doing all of those things We are not earning our salvation But by all of, doing all of those things We are glorifying God in heaven Amen, Amen. I hope I know, I know it sounds like a, it's more uh, theoretical But then this is actually invitation That we can apply this in our Christian life and the invitation not only just personally for you and me as a person, but I want to extend this to corporately as a church, as the family of God in this place. Let's, let's build our character. Let's keep reminding ourselves about our true identity. That we are the Son of God, we are the children of God, the sons and the daughters of God, that we are friends of God, that we are slaves of righteousness. Okay? that we have our Father in heaven. Let's bow down our head, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Father, for today. We thank you for your words. We thank you for your grace and your mercy in our life that you have chosen us before the foundation of the world, that you fulfill it, Lord Jesus, by dying on the cross that you purchase us, that you redeem us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the privilege to be called the children of God to inherit your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, that you are not done with us. That you are going to perfect our faith. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Help us, teach us, continue to humble ourselves before you and we can rely on you we can rest on your grace we can rest in your perfect love
1: we thank you lord jesus we thank you lord come on church can we just stand up and sing this one last song before we conclude service blood of Jesus. What can wash away
2: hands up with you. Thank you so much Father God. Thank you for your everlasting love, grace and mercy for each and every one of us. Though our circumstances might be shaky though our circumstances are uncertain though our circumstances might be confusing, but Lord let us lean in to trust in the character of our God that has always the best interest for his children. Oh, Father God, in 2023, Father God, teach us, teach our character to learn to trust in you. Therefore, Father God, as we depart from this place, may we bring the grace from the throne of the Father, the love through the Son, Jesus Christ, and the fellowship within each and every one of us through the Holy Spirit. Be with us from today till eternity, till the second coming of Christ, and in Jesus'